Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Spitwads. Hope everyone enjoyed the holiday break. Enjoyed that time off with the family. We were ready to pump out some new content for you. Unfortunately, both Andy's house and Owl's house have succumbed to the virus. It is going around there right now. Everyone is okay, but to uh, do our part and stop the spread of the infection, unfortunately, we had to postpone the new episodes of the Spitballers. However, we didn't want to leave you empty-handed, so we handpicked this episode so that your Monday is a little bit, a little bit funnier, a little put that smile on the face. We will, we will be back as soon as we possibly can. But until then, enjoy this spit hit. What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. Let's go, dee bee doo dee bee dabba doo bee dee bee dabba ding dong The airlessness. Oh, I didn't even think that would happen. <laughs> the losing the like, voice is so good. You are a leaky tire. <laughs> it was a leaky tire. <laughs> ding dong. I am so happy <sighs> for you going through puberty, Andy, and becoming the man that you've waited me, 36 years to become. Let me tell you something. Uh, welcome into the Spitballers podcast, by the way. We have a great one for you. Would you rather? Is this real life? What you didn't know is making me scat disrupts the voice for the remainder of the show. I've been without a regular speaking voice for almost a month. I have now started to wonder if it's permanently damaged. Like, it will never return. And what happens then? Well, the it's, world's a better place. I have to scat like a prepubescent teenager? Every time. I that's, remember... That's tough. I remember having the same thoughts you had last September when uh, I, I lo- you know, had some respiratory issues for darn near a month. It, it's, it's no good, but look at me now. Look, look at me at now, you now. Well, literally don't look at you now because right before the show began, you told us that the room you're in is so hot that you are... Now, there's a video of this show on YouTube, Yeah, you can obviously. go watch on YouTube. And you look very well dressed. I mean, you're wearing a polo. Oh, your hair's done. You, yeah. your, your beard seems tidy enough in the midst of this... <sighs> circumstances but you have nothing on really Whoa. beneath the top of your shirt yeah i mean i would say donald that duck the top yes that's right uh donald duck has nothing <laughs> on me because he at least lets his shirt hang down my shirt right so if you're on youtube and you're looking here's the camera okay i'm going down the the shirt it goes down to about there um which is above the belly i got no pants on i've got ice packs under my feet this and is I'm not, incredible and and as uh Owl pointed out right before we started recording. He said it's fifty-eight degrees here. Is that true? Is that is that real life? That is true. Yeah. Wow. You do not actually get cold. It's not I possible. Need to record this in a refrigerator. What's that? What's that old show? Not the Bear Grylls one. There used to be another guy that went out and did like Survivor or, Man. Survivor Man. You would be perfect for that, Jason. If they put me in the cold, yeah. Yeah. Jason oh. survives Antarctica with nothing. Yes, with I one, don't. With a, one shirt. How many jars That's of peanut butter needs. do I get? That's <laughs> all I Oh, my goodness. But put me in the desert. Put me out in the Sahara. I, I just You just watch me actively melt. Oh, Watch we Jason have... survive for six hours. <laughs> Impossible. 
in a tank. Uh, at Spitballers Pod on Twitter, by the way. Follow us there, Instagram.com slash Spitballers Pod. Appreciate all the Spitwads out there supporting the show at jointhespit.com. I hope everybody's doing okay. I hope everybody is staying composed. It's a weird time. Nobody is built for this. Nobody knows uh, you know, what's coming next in terms of everybody Correction. being stuck at home. Introverts are built for this experience, my man. Like, are they really though? Yes, one thousand percent. Like, if I didn't have three monstrous children running around, I would be living my best life right now, man. I laughed. Just be- oh my gosh, I laughed at a meme I saw. It was like people normally, and it's everybody on their phones yes. and they're indoors, and then it's like people in quarantine and they're out on hiking paths and jogging and trying to be in parks. And it's yeah, so don't true, tell right? me we- what to do. Oh my gosh. Oh but seriously, if like if I didn't have to take care of three small human beings right now, I would be playing so many video games. I'd be watching all the movies. Uh, I've I've talked about how recently I went through all the Marvel movies again. But I would be doing that all over again, and it would it would be incredible. Absolutely. All right, let's get into uh, review. Review Asaurus Rex. This one comes in from Tranquility Ace. Five stars, much needed laugh. As a critical care nurse on the front lines of the COVID-19 crisis, I needed some distraction in my life. Stumbling onto your show, I found it. The day I found out that I had been exposed to a patient with the virus, I was beside myself. That's that's, That's real. That's intense. That night, I listened to episode 31 and laughed till I cried when you guys were talking like Yoda in the bathroom stall invasion. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You provided good medicine to this man. I love the show and will be a devoted Spitwad listener. Thank you, Tranquility Ace. So much more so than thanking us. Well, you know what? We are a distraction. That's for sure. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I do need to kind of dial that back because I do think we... We probably help just so many more people. Just it's sheer I've, number, sheer volume. We're but just, the, but the I mean, we're just like here. Like, I've never felt like so, I've been paid such a compliment to be called a distraction. Like, <laughs> right, like, have, has that ever been a good thing until it, now? It sure feels good right now to be a, a hearty <laughs> distraction. It I really used to get in America. trouble at school for that. That's that used to be something I got yelled at for. Jason, you're being a distraction. Be like, I think shut that, up. Not anymore. I think that's pretty amazing. First of all, and thank thank you and shout out to all of the uh, just unbelievable health coworkers. I've been sick over the last month. I I was uh, tested for COVID and I had to go through the process. And I, I mean, the people that are there are such professionals and they're putting themselves on the line. So for the genuine thing there, I mean, that is absolutely incredible thank you for what you're doing um i'm glad we're a distraction it's the simple things right now that keep people sane i mean i bought an i bought a nerf hoop on amazon and stuck it up in the middle of our house and we get to shoot around during the day that's a nice distraction like that's the level we are the nerf hoop level i think we're more fart joke which is a a whole nother level but that's true I i want to talk about though the thing that's not being talked about is you're over there you had to go you you had to get the testing but what you you weren't thinking about is what did I have to endure because you had to get tested. Like all of us, I'm calling all my friends like, ah, crap, some guy I know is getting tested, everybody. 
And they're it's like, not a good you're, feeling. You're the worst. And I'm like, well, it's not even my fault. They're like, so I just, that I was just, very, very selfish of you, Andy. Very yeah. selfish of you, Andy. Look, I, I saw a, uh, an interview with, I think it's Daniel Day Kim is his name. And he's from uh, you know de- various television shows. He's an actor. And he put out a video. He, he tested positive. He was from, he was filming in New York. And, you know, he felt so bad. He had no idea he was sick. He had no idea he exposed anybody. But he had to like come on and apologize to each and every person he worked with because he's like, I had oh. no idea. I was asymptomatic. Oh. But and and don't get me wrong, when I was going through that, like I, you know, I've never been through a respiratory illness like this. I was writing down the names, thinking I'm gonna have to make those phone calls. And so, you know, fortunately it came back negative and that I didn't have to do that. But yeah, sorry, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no, sorry I'm for just, putting I'm you just through joking, it. but it's like it's such I a know. strange thing that people are living through because I'm I'm sure there are people who are listening to this right now who they have they have a friend they have a family yes. member who they're going through the testing process right now and you're like wait a minute I didn't do anything wrong and in, and the person who's being tested they didn't do anything wrong either I so know. it's like what a freaking crazy world right now man yeah so everybody stay safe hang in there yes. we will get through it I you know a year from now we'll look back and. You know, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know that we'll get through it. Let's or get into some... water. Water will be the only resource left. Water and gas. Thank you. Yeah, or that. That's one possible option. <laughs> there's, there's multiple <laughs> outcomes here. Just stock up on water and gas. We're not drafting existential threats this week. That we're saving that for another time, Mike. Oh, so we can yes. we can really lean into the demise of the world at that point. Let's get into what you. I'm going to get meteor. <laughs> Wow, I have not seen this question till just now. Micah from Patreon, would you rather be in prison for 10 years or in a coma for 20? That is an oh incredible question. Because in the coma, you're obviously you're not experiencing any of it, but you lose another 10 years of your life. Prison, right. prison I'd, I mean, I'd well, be in prison well, for two years because this, I would... Do you make it dead? <laughs> there's also repercussions, though. Like, you come out of prison... You're a convicted felon, getting work, getting jobs. Also, whatever put you in prison is going to have an effect. You know, did your family move on or not? You know, if I guess, but in a coma for 20 years, I mean, did your family move on? Yeah, your family's moved on. That's, I mean, 20 years in a coma. I think we've all put ourselves in that situation where you, you know, you think about what it would be like to wake up and try to acclimate to a new world. I, I mean, I saw fun. people that were uh, just speaking of the current pandemic and where we're at with COVID nineteen. Coma people are the lucky ones right now. Oh, am I right? <laughs> oh my, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what I was going to say was that there are some people that were hiking. They did a twenty five day disconnection in it the was Grand Jared Canyon. Leto. Oh, he was oh, one was, too, right? Yeah, I heard yeah, there were some I, people. I heard about Jared Leto, actor, singer from Thirty Seconds to Mars, who's like legit. I mean, he is. He's a different cat. He's uh, he you like you look at him and you and you hear him being interviewed. You know, like he's into to uh, he he's he's an outsider. But apparently, he came back and had no idea, had no idea. This it sounds was going like a, on. it sounds like a joke. I mean, these people. Someone drove up to them in a car after twenty five days and told them, "Hey, guess what's going on?" And they had no idea. <laughs> the world is in chaos. <laughs> the world. I mean, because it, it's still hard. I think denial is like half of the uh, equation here, but. Prison for 10 years, I mean, that's tough time. In coma, you're not, you know, you're not doing anything. You're not fighting Maybe. for your life, probably. 
We don't know. You're saying that some could be happening in the coma? Well, sure. I'm just saying like you're eavesdropping on everybody and... Ooh. You know, you're hearing everything well, all around. I'm not you. even talking about eavesdropping. I'm like, maybe you're in a fever dream. We, I mean, we've all experienced that dream where you're like, this can't, what I'm enduring right now can't possibly be real, but it just keeps going and going and going. What if that's 20 years? Yeah. I have never had a fever dream that is what you describe. Is this, is this a common thing? What, you've never experienced a dream where it, you felt like this, it can't be reality? Well, I mean, I've had, dreams which all feel that way but i mean <laughs> specifically like some sick fever dream that's like uh over the top bad or something like that as you're describing i've wait, never had that wait 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 you've never had a nightmare in your life yes but not caused by a fever or a, a like a coma is that is so is that just well i've never a very fever- common i mean you've never had a coma you've never been in a coma is what you're saying i haven't <laughs> been in a coma that's what i'm trying to describe here yet Look, i've never been in a coma but I have had several fever dreams. I've also had the pizza dreams. I'm so going to eat a pepperoni. Eat a is, pepperoni pizza right before you go to bed. See what happens. So are what? you telling me that a fever yes. dream is just pepperoni a synonym? Pizza? Pepperoni pizza is great. Uh, and I'll eat it before. I'll eat it before bed. I'll eat it right when I wake up. I'll eat it. I, I will go a full 24 <laughs> hours of eating nothing but pepperoni pizza, and I'll sleep like a baby. In fact, I'll sleep. Better than ever because my body will not be able to metabolize. I, you know, I'm I'm just gonna be uh, I'm gonna be in that coma. I'm officially going to prison. I'm not going to, you know, you put me before this choice right now, or I mean, this choice is before me right now. I'm not missing ten years of my children's lives, regardless of whether I'm separated from them or have some connection. I'm going to prison. The interesting question to me would not be the ten and twenty. If it's ten and twenty, I'm going to take because you're losing ten years of life. You're, you, you know, by taking this. But if it was 10 years in prison or 10 years in a coma. Yeah, if it was 10 and 10, what would you do? If it was 10 and 10, I think I would go comicide because... Of course you take the coma. No, not of course, because you would, at least from prison, you'd be still like meeting with your kids and seeing your kids. Your kids lose you for 10 years in the coma. E- I feel like they lose you for 10 years either way. Not the you same, You might though. get a couple You can't write them a letter from your coma. But what, do they lose respect? Do they lose... Do they well, read that letter? Exactly. Do they hate you because you've gone to prison? I mean, who knows? I don't know. I don't know how that would go. I went to prison for tax fraud. I'm going to a nice prison. (laughs) You're playing. You're at a tennis club. I'm I'm hanging out. Yeah, this is not a big deal. You and Wesley Snipes teaching you some some Yeah, the guy from Survivor. Who is that? Richard Hatch. Yeah, we're all there. We're just chilling. I'm taking the coma because there's one thing I'm probably elite at, and that is sleeping. Do you lose weight in a coma? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because I mean, oh, muscle yeah. weighs a lot, and you you're gonna wake up and be the weakest man alive. Do they move atrophied. you? Do they like roll you around and stuff in a coma? I think they I mean, do. Not, not not like at, like all day. <laughs> like, like going down, down the hallway. <laughs> Watch out, coma patient coming through. Somersaults. <laughs> you want to hit the Wendy's, bro? Let's. Uh, I mean, let's bring uh, but they move oh, you around. Look at that for... grassy hill. <laughs> just... This is not the first coma conversation we've had on Spitballers either. Because I remember that Jeremy, uh, or sorry, Al Borland was looking up the longest coma patient. Oh yeah, that's that had right. ever woken up, and then he just told me they died. They never woke up. <laughs> um, look, why am I laughing at this? Oh, yeah, I don't that's know. We're it's lost. a time. It's a time to laugh. I'm going to prison. I'm going to sleep. And, and Mike, up. what are you doing? Oh man, I, I'm I'm so torn between what I believe I could get done in that ten years. 
between what I would actually get done in that 10 years or just 20 years of sleeping. No, 10 and 10. I'm, I'm taking the sleeping. It's it's way it's way easier. All right. All right. How old's your oldest right now? 10? Uh, about to be 11. 11. All right. Come back as 31, 31 year old. That'll yeah, well, it's yeah. All right, David from Twitter. Yeah, you're right. 31. Oh, I know. That's crazy, right? Yeah, those right. Are the years I got to go to prison. Yeah, oh, I switched terrible. him at the last minute. But David, if it was 21 and you get out in 10. Yeah. Then you miss those. Uh, you miss the pubescent voice years that I'm going through right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> David from Twitter, would you rather never be able to use a remote for your television or have to send every text and email using Siri dictation? <laughs> no phone no phone remotes. So basically, like we're old enough. I'm 36. Mike, I think you're 37. Jason, 38. And yep. I had a Sony TV growing up for the first however many years, and it had, you know, like 10 buttons. It was channel three, five, eight, ten, twelve, you know. Wait, and did it have buttons or did it have a turn dial? No, no, no. It was buttons. It was one button per okay. channel. It was just up the side. And you'd get up and you'd turn it on and you'd turn it off, and that's how you lived life. And so I remember that. But that I don't thing know went which to ninety nine. That thing I went to ninety nine. It didn't go it, up into the seven hundreds. I know that's the problem. Yeah, because here here's the thing is is the dial that you know the old school thing where you had the turn dial. You could turn it to any channel in the blink of an eye. Walking up there now, like I I think about my I've got like a Cox Communications uh, cable box uh, hooked up to my TV. There's not even a button on there. There's no buttons to change a channel. So this is if I lose the remote, I just can't. But if you've got the bigger box, like one of my TVs has the buttons on the on the cable box, and I would have to push one channel at a That's time true. to get to <laughs> 722. I'll take the coma. I'll take the coma. So I don't think 20 years before you get to your channel anyway. I just don't think that's possible to lose the remote. I mean, because TVs aren't made for that now. Like, the buttons on them can't get you where you need to go. I mean, I think you presume in this situation you would be hand dialing the on, off, and the channel. I mean... So, like, you I have use, a numeric pad? The irony is so I, I use my remote's voice function to go to channels. I never type the channel in. I always say, go to 313 or go to 334. So, I, I use the Siri dictation for the remote. Have, has I've it been... Go ahead, Jay. So have have either of you actually used uh, for for real conversation or in any situations where there's been a back and forth forth text thread where you have used Siri dictation uh, or you know I, I I know we're all iPhone users not so successfully. it would be Siri yeah <laughs> not, not successfully this is, this is where I was gonna go our producer Al Borland I see him using voice to text all the time and I'm like. I watch him do it, and I go, "What are you doing, man? <laughs> this is how you live your life." And so you can chime in with this, Al. Am I wrong? You use you use the dictation all the time. I do. Yeah, I got used to using it in the car, and it's just that's what I use. Yeah, wow. you really like. I oh, watch him reply like, "Yes, I do." I'm like, "What? <laughs> Hold on. This is more efficient than just quickly typing in." Yes, I do. Well, like this, so he, this is a wild world. Here's an example. I so we we recently got uh the the AirPod Pros, right? So those have like the text 
communication in them. I was at a grocery store having my new AirPod Pros and I'm walking around and there's this weird beep that I've never heard before. It's like, doo doo doo. And I was like, what was that? And it goes, text message from <laughs> it's Tiffany. It's a sale. It was like, text message from Tiffany. And it's like, hey, make sure you pick up some eggs. This was like a month ago or so. This was before all the all the worries and the shortages. This was just a normal grocery trip. And then Siri says to me, she goes, you can text back by just saying, you know, re- reply back or something like that. And so I tried it. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I tried it. And I said, you know, oh, sure. Do we need milk and butter? And then what she said, she said, one moment, did you mean Molly? It was just like, it was Le- like a- legs and what her? Right. It was like, I can't Mollusks send and this. butterflies? This is garbage. <laughs> so I was all excited to use it, but I don't think that's possible either. Does so- Al Borland just have a soothing, deep voice that just Siri can understand? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Here comes. You know I do. Oh, oh no. There it is. But where's the music? Where's the music? <sighs> Oh my god. This is gonna show up here. Oh no. (laughs) What's up, Spitwads? How you doing? Remote recording has brought with it some, you know, special things. What's up, Spitwads? Mollusks and starfishes. Uh, This is a tough one, though, because I I don't know. I, I think I could live with the Siri dictation and learn how to do that well. I'd probably text less, though. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to take the Siri dictation because over time, it's going to get better. Over time, yeah. remoteless TVs are not going to get better. I mean, maybe you can get to like Alexa dictation where, you know, you're telling her. I'll tell to- you what's going to increase is Jason Moore popping up on my telephone because he's calling me. That's <laughs> yes, right. One hundred <laughs> If I can't text properly, it's going to be like, oh, just call the guy. All right. Clark from Twitter. Would you rather be chewing five times as loud or have your breathing be <laughs> 10 times as loud oh man so you're either darth vader or the world's most annoying person That's oh what this the, th- look i'll jump in here this this is terrible as a man who lives with i would all all uh i'll project conservatively i have probably 30 percent nasal airflow at any given moment of my life which means by definition i apologize i am a mouth breather so yes when people use that phrase as you're a literal and figure slur i take i take offense to that because i don't have a choice that's right i'm i'm a smart person but i have to breathe through my mouth and so i'm always like conscious of Am I breathing really loud right Oh, my gosh. I've never so thought you was, breathed loud. What, what? I know, because I'm always thinking about it. But if I can't wow. control it, you're and it's 10x, you're just going, <laughs> Wow, you're just I, I hear never me in the corner. Oh so you, my goodness. <laughs> now, real quick. quick Why do you side? breathe like a goat? Like a goat mating? <laughs> I don't know. Why do why why is mouth breather uh, like a pejorative term to mean stupid? Like, what? What does that mean? I think Dude, it's like breathing. You're like breathing, breathing wrong. Mouth. You're breathing incorrectly. Yeah. I I always took it to be like you're a caveman. Like you're just you're so uncivilized that you have to breathe through your mouth, even though it's probably allergies. All right. Well, no, I just looked breather. up the definition of a mouth breather. Here it is. Noun. Oh, a no. stupid person. <laughs> uh, That's yeah, it. So you should take offense when they call you a mouth breather, Mike. 
Now, listen, Mike, I need a... Here's a little caution for you. <laughs> mouth, mouth breathing is... Let me define it for you. It's breathing through the mouth rather than the nose. It could cause gingivitis and halitosis, Ooh. bad breath. So some more things for you to be thinking about. Oh, great. Great. It wasn't bad <laughs> enough that everyone's calling me stupid. Now I've got halitosis. <laughs> stupid you got bad people breath. with halitosis. All right. Uh, but chewing five times as loud. I mean, do you ever eat in public or are you like... How do you hide but, that volume but, of chewing? But here's the thing. If you're if you're a respectable person, <laughs> if you if, if you're a respectable person, you chew with your mouth closed. Okay? Right? And if you're chewing with your mouth closed, you know, it's kind of like that whatever you multiply times 0 is 0. I'm not oh, too no. worried about 5 times. That's not you should be you're not you are not prox- uh, properly using exponents, my friend. <laughs> He's a little guy. This, this, isn't, this isn't to the fifth power. This is times five. Just five it's, regular times louder. He thinks he has a fully soundproof mouth, obviously. And um, look, I would be just drinking soups, right? You don't got to chew a soup. I, that but would be your choice. Slurping. Do you want to know oh, what I don't? Be louder? Dang it. Do you want to know what I don't always do? I don't always truth chew throughout my day. I'm not right now. I'm not chewing at all. And I That's do this true, whenever I'm breathe. not eating, but I'm always breathing. And so 10 times as loud, everyone's going to be concerned. I'm going to walk everywhere. Everyone's going to be like, dude, are you okay? You know, everybody trying to give me the Heimlich. Cause I'm like, <gasps> <gasps> everywhere I go, okay. nobody can take you me. Jason, like, Jason convinced me because you breathe all the time. You can make a choice. You can be more selective with the chewing. Yeah, you're not eating chips anymore. You know, you're yeah. not eating carrots. But if I'm yeah, eating I'm like, my soggy cereal five times louder, I'm fine. <laughs> SpaghettiOs saves the day. Yeah, you can multiply my <laughs> chewing of SpaghettiOs times 25. You wouldn't hear it because I don't have to chew it. <laughs> you just Jason, aren't you going to eat that? I've got to wait about 25 minutes for it to sogify. Oh, my gosh. All right. Um, Mike, your final answer. I've got to take the chewing. We've already been over this. All right. All right. Let's move on. We've got a special segment today. Spitwads with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep so you can skip that trip to the grocery store because it's the worst of uh, places that I rate worst in the United States of America. Like the grocery store is way, way up there. I don't want to be there. And HelloFresh is helping me avoid it and giving me the opportunity for some home cooking, making it easy, fun, and affordable. They are America's number one meal kit for a reason. They help you cut back on the time spent in the kitchen. They get you in there making a, a meal in around 30 minutes or less. Plus, they have quick and easy meals, including 20-minute recipes. You know I like that. And low prep and easy cleanup options. It's 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal of the same quality. You can save on average over 65 bucks per month when you order HelloFresh instead of grocery shopping. They offer flexibility you need to easily customize your order online or in the app. Easily change your delivery day, your food preference, your plan. Like, skip a week if you need to. HelloFresh is here making sure you're eating the right way. Go to HelloFresh.com slash spitballer16. Use code spitballer16 for, get this, up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Once again, for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts, go to HelloFresh.com slash Spitballer16 and use the code Spitballer16. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. 
Is this real life? All right. In this segment, we bring you a very unique and special news story that each of us have found. The other people do not know about it, and we get the reaction to it. Now, uh, no better time than now to be asking, is this real life, right? Living in a weird day and age. I will bring you my story, okay? Okay. And get your reactions to this. Here's the headline of the story. Doctors discover booze brewing in sober woman's bladder. (laughs) And this story... Wait, what? Doctors discover booze brewing in sober woman's bladder. A 61-year-old... This is kind of sad. She's her own brewery? (laughs) Inadvertently. She's 61. She was on a liver transplant list. They denied her her transplant because in her urine they discovered there was alcohol. They sent her to a medical facility for alcohol abuse treatment instead of giving her her actual liver transplant. She kept insisting that she wasn't an alcoholic, and eventually they discovered that her bladder was brewing alcohol, and she suffers from what I... Listen to this. She suffers from, quote, urinary autobrewery syndrome. (laughs) You, that, that is not real. <laughs> Urinary get the scientist for that one. Her urine was so filled with sugar and yeast, which are the two key ingredients for fermentation, because she's also a diabetic. They finally found out that what? her bladder was producing alcohol. What proof is this? Is this like my urine's forty proof? <laughs> Here, try this for a good time. She could, I mean, she go was into able a to bottle her urine in exchange for the liver transplant. No, oh, that part's made up. That part's goodness. made up. Goodness, that is that's unbelievable. I can't have that. I suffer from bladder makes auto brewery <laughs> syndrome. Oh man, what? So no. she's, she's back on the list because they found out this, and it says her case demonstrates how easy. It is to overlook signals that urinary autobrewery syndrome on, may be present. Wait. She's back on the list. Like she's they she didn't, didn't even get just put her at the top. top? No, I don't <laughs> like, know. Oh why. Sorry, lady. You got to start over the line. But oh the, the, on the bright side, you can brew your own beer right now. <laughs> just just drink some water. Out comes beer. Unbelievable. Don't worry. Okay. We'll call it Miller Light. Oh my goodness. <laughs> don't All right, worry. Mike. What nice. you got? <laughs> All right, well, uh, uh, apparently we have a similar situation because mine is man eats underwear to be (laughs) breathalyzer. Wait, eats? uh, Wait, to absorb? He's absorbing (laughs) the alcohol in his stomach with his underpants? So so first and foremost, foremost, I have to say this, ladies and gentlemen, children who are listening, drinking and driving is not a joke at all. But this guy is a joke. So we have a, a man in Canada who was pulled over, and due to his quick wit and thinking, he thought, what do I do? Because I've had a couple libations. How do I make sure that I I blow the legal limit? And his thought Choke was- Choke to death? I will rip out the crotch of my underpants. Wait, it wasn't oh, just I like will. it wasn't just like oh a Walmart shopping bag that I just bought <laughs> underwear or I always keep a spare pair of underwear in my glove box because nope. I'm a monster. It was I'm taking off my currently used sweaty underpants and I'm the, gonna sh- uh, the the culprit ripped the crotch of his shorts, stuffed the fabric in his mouth, and then he eventually spit it out. <laughs> 
He did not. He did not uh, actually oh. get it down to complete the actual scientific. So he experiment. didn't get out of it. Oh so my you goodness! Make, kids at home, you make very bad decisions when you have uh, over uh, indulged. Uh, on but, the, but the thing is, he actually had over. He was. He was. He was under the legal limit. He just freaked out and decided what? that I'm gonna chomp this this underwear of duck butter and see what happens. When what? I I'm, am. If, when I'm in a tough situation and I'm panicking, eating my own underpants is not at the top of my <laughs> list. It's like fourth, fourth or fifth. That yeah. guy is a total mouth breather. So I mean, for <laughs> sure. And he was worried about the hey, breathalyzer hey, as a I mouth breather. You want halitosis? Eat your underpants. I'll tell oh you that. My goodness, I feel like you and don't need a breathalyzer it. at that point. It's just like, sir, did you just eat your underpants? <laughs> Step out of the car. <laughs> You've that's, been that's, arrested. Under, you are under arrest for eating sir, your own underpants. That is uh, I've the never law. asked this of anybody, but uh, <laughs> have you by chance eaten your underwear? And the, and the funny part about this is when they actually got into the courtroom, they had to like dismiss everybody because they started talking about the evidence and no one in the courtroom could handle it because oh. the dude ripped the crotch of his underwear and tried to eat it. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. I would bet money. I would bet you right now that I could not rip the crotch of my underwear off. <laughs> like, I, like, I could try. I'm in my underwear right now. I could not possibly rip the crotch of my underwear off. There's no way. It's impossible. This guy's the strongest man alive. <laughs> you're, not des- makes, you're not makes desperate you enough. You're not desperate yeah. enough. Oh, man. You put that that police officer in my rear view mirror. Do I get super crotch ripping strength? That's, I mean, that that was overlooked. The fact that this guy yes, could, it was. could even yes, accomplish it was. a feat such as this. Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. All right. You guys All got right. your uh, circus caps on for this one? Uh, yeah, we have our sur- circus caps on. Exactly. All right, here it comes. My my uh, headline is Canine Attacks Cow. Cop tases canine. Cow injures cop during a burglary investigation where there was no burglar. <laughs> so so once Yes, once again, oh, no. I'll read it again. Canine attacks cow. Cop tases canine. Cow injures cop during a burglary investigation it's, where there was no burglar. Scissors. This is hot potato. It's a hundred percent paper rock scissors. Oh, you got a cow. I got a. I got a canine. Cop beats canine. Oh, got- canine beats cow. Cow beats cop. Yes, exactly. So oh. apparently, this police this police officer was called out to a burglary investigation. It turned out there wasn't a burglar. No, and no. while he was there, he takes his police canine unit out of the car, and the dog's totally distracted by this cow. So he just goes and attacks this cow. And I'm, I'm just saying, maybe they needed invest. Is that cow like stuffed with, you know, s- some kind right. of? Maybe that that canine's contraband. doing his job. So the canine's doing his job because that that cow is clearly stuffed with contraband. <laughs> and the cop comes over and tases the the dog. He missed. You might need to. You, he missed. You think he was aiming for the cow? He's like, oh no, Roger. Uh, oh, so he's trying to wait. He's trying to pull Roger off the cow. He's he he's wait, trying. Who's Roger? Roger's the, the canine. Dog. I just named, we've named the really, dog. You Catch really up. threw me off naming him a human name. Well, what are you? I mean, Steve. Yes, he's <laughs> dude. The best wait, dog Steve names dog. are human names. Richard. Yeah. Richard the dog. No, that's weird. First names aren't dog names very often, are they? No, like Barkley. Scout. Scout would work. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, uh, yeah, back to the story. 
back to the story. So he he tases the the dog, which that surprised me that this yes. cop would be like, "Hey, you're my partner," because they're partners, right? The canine unit is considered a partner of the police officer. Yeah, that that cow is gone. If if that's if I'm the cop and that's my cop dog, that cow is sorry. You let the dog eat the cow. I mean, imagine that. Imagine that you're. Let's make burgers, Mike. If you and I were were police officer partners, and we go up to that burglary, and you look over, I'm punching (laughs) this cow, and I'm just like, boom, 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 boom. boom. You tasing me? No, I'm. All right, I guess that cow did something really bad. Exactly. So, but then when the cop came to get the dog off of him, the cow fought back and injured the injured the cop. He kicked the cop. Oh my goodness. So there's the headline. This is oh, this is right. the world we live in. That is glorious. That's spectacular. Um, man, that made me laugh. All right, let's draft. Spitwads, are you wanting to change your career? Look, there's never been a better time to become a programmer. And with Code Academy, you can learn to code on your own terms. Trust me, you can learn to code. It seems like a a wild, wacky language that you could never possibly get into but i promise you you jump on code academy they will give you the building blocks the skills you need to learn how to code over 50 million people already know that code academy is the best way to learn to code that's because code academy not only teaches you job ready coding skills but also helps you build unique projects for your portfolio earn certificates and even prep for technical interviews i know that we have gotten our kids on the code academy andy's gotten his kids on there helping them develop a lifelong skill that they can take into the future and really open up opportunities, really limitless opportunities when you know how to code. Languages like Python, HTML, CSS, SQL, JavaScript, and more. If you're not sure where to begin, Code Academy will point you in the right direction. You can get instant feedback. Your code is tested as soon as you submit it, so you'll always know if you are on the right track. Join over 50 million people learning to code with Code Academy and see where coding can take you. Get 15% off your Code Academy Pro membership when you go to codecademy.com. Use our promo code SPITBALLERS. That's promo code SPITBALLERS at codecademy.com to get 15% off Code Academy Pro. It's the best way to learn how to code. C O D E C A D E M Y.com. Promo code SPITBALLERS. Oh. The Spitballers Draft. All right, today we are drafting the most unsanitary things. Now, this idea came, I believe, from Jason's wife. It did. She thought that this was timely and funny and disgusting. It is all of those things. I have the first pick. Now, I don't know if there's a one-on-one because I've never drafted most unsanitary things before. There are a lot of things that gross me out. There are a lot of things I wouldn't want to put my hands on or, or be around that are very unsanitary, but I will take what I envisioned as the ni- most nightmarish situation possible, which is, of course, a horrible, disgusting porta potty. Mm, yeah, a that, porta potty is so unsanitary. So gross, man. There's no way yeah. that would have. You can't describe something good about a porta potty. You don't. Well, you, uh, you know how, like, nice handle. No, no, a, it's an unsanitary handle. When, when people rent a car, they don't treat it like it's their car. You know, they're oh. just like, they're like, whatever happens to this car, it's not mine. I feel like that's what happens with a porta potty. People say, this isn't my bathroom. I don't care what goes where. Yeah, because regular public restrooms are already very gross. And then you take it to a new level with the porta potty, 
because nobody's cleaning them. There's not a crew that comes in halfway through the day and tidies up a porta potty. That thing and is it's fully anonymous. Like there's yeah. not other people in there. And That's here's true. the thing. Here's the thing. If you've got to go, let's say you're out at a construction site, right? And they've got they've brought in porta potties because the there's no plumbing there. I would so much rather go in a bush than in that porta potty. <laughs> it's not even cl- That's when you said Andy there's nothing good you could say about a porta potty. You can't even go Oh, good. I can go to the bathroom there. No, it's like I can go to the bathroom anywhere I want by comparison of walking in that death booth of. You just don't want to get arrested. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, porta potties, that would have been that. That is my one on one. That's definitely right. what I would have. Well, there you go. Yeah, Mike, you're it seemed up. like the easy. It seemed like the easy one on one with the outhouse. Number two, I'm going to go with something that it's called dirty for more than one reason. But there is the phrase dirty money. Interesting. And that's talking like it's talking about something else, but the fact that it is just a cesspool of germs. Think about money when you touch money. Are you washing your hands before? And like when you when you have a handful of coins, do you know how disgusting your hands feel right after that? Like I I, I don't know like, if another uh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I feel like money is a trick because it's like your phone. Like you don't we probably all don't sanitize our phone enough. Like it just is there. And money is like I don't know if I've ever thought about it that way. Like yeah, you're right. Yeah, you you're hundred percent right, but I never think about it as being that gross. Have you looked at a coin that was made in nineteen sixty seven? Do you know what kind of action that coin has seen? <laughs> It has seen things of unspeakable horrors. It's been in porta potties, probably. A hundred percent dug out of porta potties. Thousand percent. There and is not like that could that could have seen a digestive trek. You don't know what that coin has been through in its lifetime, and you're just like, yeah, here it is. Let me give you some money, and then someone else is like, perfect. Let me hand you some money. It's disgusting. It's gross. It's it pretty is darn gross. Foul money. Money is money is very very foul. You know what else is foul? I look. Someone's got to do it, so I'm gonna do it. I'm taking poop. Okay, because there's not <laughs> much going more. Right to the I'm going right to the source here. You're worried about digestive tracts. You're worried about porta potties. You want to know why you're worried about both those things? Cause poop. Uh, look, there's nothing that I would want to touch out there less. Then, then poop. So I mean, you want to talk about sanitary a, things? You don't, I don't have like a thesis. There's no thesis, no five-page no. paper as to why it's just. I inherent. don't need a big backup plan here to defend the, the fact that poop is unsanitary. Um, the other thing that I think is a commonly used item that I I believe most people are well aware of how disgusting it is because years ago, I would say a decade ago, started all the local news stories where they thought, oh, someone else did this and this sounds really great and is also disgusting. Let me go out and test our local grocery shopping carts. Those Mm. shopping carts always test positive for fecal matter for just yep. everything yep. that you couldn't even fathom because you're putting babies with diapers in there you're you're not washing your hands like you should and you're touching this and a million people touch it do you think that we are living in because of this whole uh crisis we will come out of this and like 20 years from now we'll look back and say remember when we used to shake hands and we used to like all these unsanitary practices do you think we will look back and like it they is, even said that possible like in uh, Japan, some things haven't spread as much because in Japan they bow and they um, yes. they already wear oh. masks. They have like wash uh, you know sinks at the entrance of a lot of houses in Japan because they just wash their hands when they get home Dude, from places. Why we should don't do all we that. bow? That's 
That's awesome. I've been yeah, seeing all these like touch yeah, each other's copycats. shoes. Touch each other's shoes. Well, I mean, look, we, we we've need been to make bowing up our for hundreds thing. of years. This isn't like a it's, new invention. Hundreds, yeah, thousands. But, but of it's years. like the it's like the imperial system versus metric. We're like, we're not we won't conform to what you do, even though it's clearly superior. I yeah. would love to like I don't want to bow, but I want to be bowed to. Does that make sense? I, mean, oh I don't want to say that oh out gosh. loud. But do you like, pump fake right. your bows? You pump fake yours and they just bow? I just, and then you're like, why, I thank you. I slowly start my bow <laughs> while I connect eyes with them until they go, oh, we're bowing. And then as soon as they start, I stand up. That's that's our that's our thing. I think no, the, shortest awesome. ta- the shortest always bows to the tallest. That's why I, that's what I want to implement. Uh-oh. Ooh. Uh, that's yeah, not I good for Al Borland. <laughs> <laughs> oh no aren't you and i we, the same height jason no we are not the same height I <laughs> it's the public that. understanding of it yeah tall people think that um stupid okay tall. so you got okay. poop and shopping carts back to mike he has money so far all right and andy you actually you i thought you were going to spoil the pick for me but Uh-oh. it's phones it oh. is phone it was 100 percent your phone let me ask you this you sit down to use the porta potty i'll use your picks i'm in an outhouse because I'm I'm taking a poop. What am I doing in that outhouse? I am playing on my phone. Now afterwards, what do I do to clean up? Nothing. I <laughs> put it in your pocket. I I wipe and look, maybe my phone went in the pocket before, maybe it went in after. Who's keeping track of these things? But then afterwards, I wash my hands. I don't wash my phone. My phone is now covered in all sorts of just fecal matter and all sorts of disgustingness, but I never, ever think about washing my phone. It just goes right in the pocket because it's safe there. And then I pull it out, and everything is all over my hands once again. You're 100% right. We all use our phones when we're in the in the stalls, but if we see somebody on the phone at a urinal, they're gross. That's <laughs> yes, that the funniest true. thing 100%. about it. hundred percent. What a hideous beast you are. You must who, be a mouth breather. Who would do that? I mean, honestly, when I walk in and someone is using the urinal and they're on their phone. Hold on, I'm, I got tweeted at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's okay. That's good. that's good. It is very unsanitary. <laughs> yeah. All right. So back to me, I've got porta potty. I've got two picks now. And um man, it's getting man, rough. This is, this is tough. I here's what I'm gonna go with. If because I was trying to think of situations that I think would be nightmarish, you know what I mean? And ultimately, if you told me I had to sleep in dirty hotel sheets from somebody oh, else oh, that oh. was there before me. Okay. Yeah, dirty right, hotel rough. sheets would be all right. unbelievably gross. Like having to all the imaginations of how dirty those could be, that has to be on my list. So that's my first pick. Um, I'm going to throw a little curveball out there. Okay. I shouldn't because I doubt anybody would pick this. But I was thinking about how absolutely unsanitary it would be. I mean, desperate times. We're at a, we have people preparing for the apocalypse right now. Buy your bottled water. But how about drinking water from a stagnant pond? How unsanitary would Ooh, that be? That's not sanitary. Uh, yeah, that's generally unsanitary. It's full of worms. People yeah, die mosquitoes. from, like, the biggest, I think, killer in the world is, or at least close to it, is, is uh, unclean. Pond water? Is pond water. No, it's no, unclean it's drinking water. water. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I thought that that was, in okay. my head, absolutely disgusting. Not that it would be picked by any of you, but um, we'll go stagnant pond water. 
Oh, I've got one that mm. I I just I just can't wait. I just can't wait, and I know nobody's going to take it. I can't wait. Oh, I now now you have you've you've uh, infected yeah. my brain, Jason, because yeah. I have one that. Oh gosh, Jason, you are a terrible person for putting this. Because now Mike's trying my to head. find which one to steal. Yeah. Yes, I'm trying to play the draft of what's actually going to come back to me. I'll I'll take the chance. I'll take the chance that the one I'm thinking of will, will come back to me. And I'm going to go with it's it's a it's something that they always tell you that this when when the flu season is here, make sure you, make sure you are cleaning these. It's simple. It's easy. It's doorknobs. Uh-huh. Doorknobs are abs- like are absolutely disgusting because you're not thinking about you're not thinking about how dirty your hands are when you grab when you're opening the front door. You don't think about that. Like I have, like right now, you know, we're living that weird, crazy life of, of, uh, is the virus on cardboard packages? When something yep. gets delivered to my house, is it? What do I do with this package that's out front? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just like a door handle crank. <laughs> not a problem. How is it not a problem? Because it could be covered in germs. It's always covered in germs. You gotta do. You haven't started in your house doing door kicks for every entrance. That's why I just boom. Wait, how are you kicking open your front door from the inside with a how very does he rip, strong? How kick? does he rip the crotch off of his underpants? Nobody knows. <laughs> I pretend that a police officer's in my rearview mirror, and then boom, that door's open. All right, so doorknobs, Mike. Yeah, it's a good pick. I mean, you're right, Jason. You got a couple. All right. Well, the first one is going to be. Don't easy take the here. one I want. No, you you won't. You won't have this. Everyone's going to want it, and we've talked about it before on this podcast. But I'm going to go ahead and take the bathroom carpet. <laughs> the the, the <laughs> Wait, rare. Hold on, hold on. Are you taking, are you taking bathroom carpet? Are you taking uh, the it's bath a bathroom mat. mat? It's a bathroom I'm, mat. A bath mat. No, no, no. I am taking carpeted taking bathroom. Carpet I'm taking in the, a bathroom. the carpet in a bathroom. <laughs> it's not every bathroom, but we saw plenty of pictures of people out there like they have a carpeted bathroom. We talked about how foul and filthy and because you want to know what you could do with your your bath mat and what we do at our house we have bath mats we wash them we you, throw them in the wash it, we throw yeah. them in the dryer you know what you can't do with your carpet you i mean you can bring in like a shampooer at best but you're probably not doing that and it i mean that what if is you still if still you full step of on a moist carpet oh, oh, a no, moist bathroom carpet and it, bathroom between carpet. your toes between mm. your toes the water seeps up into Squishing there wishing it around i mean yeah. i know oh. that you can't really catch anything through your toes but it seems like oh it's, not it, water. it seems like it. i'm definitely taking a carpeted bathroom all right we'll, we'll call okay. it like that carpeted bathroom uh the next thing i'm taking look this has been a problem right now that we're all going through i'm gonna take an airport because you you have um you have millions of people from all across the globe whatever is anywhere is at the airport it's a central hub for unsanitary nature all right. so you're sitting in a seat that a, a thousand other people have just sat in and a not just butts. like not just like you know okay we're going to this uh, Broadway show and someone sat here yesterday. This is like someone was sitting here 30 minutes ago. Someone was sitting there 30 minutes beforehand and you're just constantly changing. Then you got to go to the bathroom that everybody, you know, airports are just foul. They're, they're the, the, the hubs that spread everything. So I'm going to take my carpeted bathroom All and right. my airports as, as uh 
unsanitary things. So you have poop, shopping carts, carpeted bathroom, poop. and airports. <laughs> I love that I drafted Just poop. poop. You just drafted poop. Just Mike, poop. you have money, phones, doorknobs, and one left, and I'm pretty sure you're going to steal mine that I should have taken instead of stagnant pond water, but go on. What we, sh- we shall see. I don't know if you guys have ever seen a slow motion video of this particular act, but let's, okay, let's, let's set the scene here, right? It's someone's birthday. Yeah. And there is a tasty treat that everyone is going to enjoy, and it's covered in candles. And how do you get these candles? How do you how do you douse the flames? You spit of them out. <laughs> out of this candle, you blow them out. And when you watch the slow motion saliva just go all over that birthday cake, it is. I foul. have, I have what, never seen this. Is that a that these are videos that are out there? The yes. Jap, the Japanese must not blow out candles. There's just oh, there's no, no way. way. There's, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. What's what's so funny? Like a perfect callback for this episode. Andy, you had you had to go take the 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 COVID test. Yeah, and like a week before you had to go do that, I had a like a birthday party, very small birthday gathering with with uh, two couple friends of mine, and. It was a birthday, so they they made a birthday cake, and I literally made like a comment about like, should I be blowing out the candles? And this is a different. This is the this is the world weeks ago. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'll blow it out. I then had to text my friends of, hey, my buddy's getting COVID tests, and the first response from my friend was, oh dear God, the birthday cake, because <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody ate it. And if I had it, my germs were all over that birthday cake. Are you telling it, me that when you blow birthday cake candles, that one, you're spitting on it? One thousand percent. That is what I'm I talking. mean. If and you think ch- about we're it, talking about you children. Are. You are. Yeah, it's it's usually children. And it's blowing normally on this. multiple blows, even unless you're like yes! a pro, unless you're a yes! professional. <laughs> yeah, that was actually on my short list, Mike. It was okay. Uh, I'm gonna close it out with something hyper disgusting. <laughs> Which is dirty gym equipment. Poops, poop. Dirty, oh, dirty gym oh, equipment. Yeah. If oh, you yeah. have to go use a machine that is covered in the sweat of another human being, oh, that is an yeah. offense punishable by death. I mean, if you can catch that person, they should be instantly forced to spend 10 years in prison or 20 years in a coma. That is a just disgusting... I mean... <laughs> Oh, it's gross. funny because when you said dirty gym equipment, what I immediately sweaty gym equipment was yeah. uh, my dirty gym clothes after I've changed and they sit in that bag. And oh, they're just, oh, yeah. They're, you could wring them out. I mean, that would That's stop that breathalyzer test. Who in put its mushrooms tracks. in my gym bag? Who it's, put mushrooms in my gym bag? <laughs> yeah, that that's would right. Be. The next time you look in there, there is a whole <laughs> ecosystem. Oh, this has been a disgusting and wonderful draft. <laughs> Porta potty, d- dirty hotel sheets, stagnant pond water, dirty gym equipment. Mike has money, phones, doorknobs, and a uh, blowing out the birthday cake. Jason has poop, shopping carts, <laughs> carpeted bathroom, and airports. Well, look, one way or another, we're giving you things to avoid here, right? We're trying to keep you safe by way of drafting these things away from you. Don't That's even right. bother with them. Don't touch them. Don't touch them. All right. What did we learn today? I learned that it was possible to rip the crotch off of your (laughs) underpants. I didn't think that that was something that a a person could do without tools. I learned that dog beats cow 
cow beats cop <laughs> and cop beats dog. Oh, man. I oh. learned so many things today. I learned that, you know, to keep coma patients safe, they might roll them down the hallways. <laughs> but I, but in, in truth, I learned that Mike is a mouth breather. We've worked uh-huh. together for better part of a decade. I did not know you were a mouth breather. I hide it well. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole community of them out there that they meet up. We have support groups. You're right. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it's did you really guess- loud. Do you have any honorable mentions on the unsanitary things, Al? Anything that you were... I had dirty utensils from a restaurant Ooh, still written I down. remote controls and purses. Yeah, gas okay. pump handles Ooh. and shoes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had uh, handrails, but that goes along with doorknobs. But you guys got a good list there. Yeah, not... Thank you. Thank you, Al. I agree with you. You just come up with other bodily fluids. Vomit. <laughs> uh, pu- public bathroom floor. Yeah. Jason Ooh. just names actual things. Yes. Viruses, bacteria. <laughs> Bac- yes, bacteria. Super unsanitary. Bacteria is very unsanitary. Take care, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Check out jointhespit.com. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers Podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com. Thank you.